All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the rolling pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. FM, this is The Void Show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. How are you doing? I really hope you've been having a fantastic week. But I've been having a good one and I'm so excited for today. I'm really looking forward to today's show. I hope you are, as you may have seen what we are discussing. We are speaking about Albert Einstein. It's the story of Albert Einstein. And on that note, last week we were speaking about futurism. We have learned a lot about futurism hey and if you had not yet checked that show out you might just want to check it out right um we learned a lot about futurism and in simple terms this is what our ancestors right maybe those who lived around 1600s those who lived around 1500s what were their anticipations about our future or about the future. Eh? What were their predictions about how the year 2000 would turn out? Eh? What were the changes? Eh? What changes did they have in their minds? Uh, could, could we really have accurate predictions? Uh, that's really what we were speaking about. And um, towards the end of that show, we promised to speak about Albert Einstein, right? Why is Albert Einstein considered genius okay and so we're gonna get there because you are going to see that you know some of his discoveries did not only revolutionize how we think about the natural world but they you know his discoveries also revealed on how weird the reality can actually be hey we're gonna speak about that but um just thought it would be interesting to speak about his story at first okay um some of his early days you know what he did he do and i don't know perhaps you might just find a secret to being a genius hey <laughs> uh you might just find it in 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 in, in his story so um um Good luck, right? Good luck on that. Uh, uh, but then again, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, Albert Einstein was obviously a theoretical physicist, and so I thought um, it might be great as well to try first and speak about physics, okay? To speak about what physics is, uh, uh, you know, the history of physics a little bit. Uh, because he was a physicist, and, you know, when the time came for 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 him to to discover things he just changed completely how we thought about things okay so we want to first go back and see the the uh, you know uh, sort of the pedigree of physics right so so that's what we're going to do now a good question would be what is physics and you go all the way back in time, you see there are some people who tried to explain what physics is, uh, right? Who tried at least to give us a picture of what physics is. Your, your scientist, like your Richard Feynman, right? He said physics could be a chess game. He said physics is like a chess game that's played by God or God, right? But we are privileged to watch this chess game. And our role in this chess game is to figure out the rules of the game. 
That's what he said, right? So you see, he tried to give us a picture of what physics is, hey? It's, it's to figure out the rules of nature. That's what he said, okay? And, and, and today, we cannot even doubt that physics is actually the study of anything and everything, and why are we saying this? That's because you start to see that physics is the search for laws or mathematical rules that govern the universe. Right? In other words, we mean we simplify the complexities of the universe into simple or maybe even complex mathematical terms right uh, that's what physics is in a nutshell and you know in the past there's been some weird discoveries about these mathematical rules um so 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 how would we associate or how would we say physics actually began like when was uh, uh, you know what um let's do this and right after this we're gonna get back to that, so stay tuned. The wait is over. Over. Hold on tight. We are in the overdrive. Welcome. This is your favorite station. Stay tuned. Turn up the volume. The volume. Right, so the story of Albert Einstein, right? Um, he was our theoretical physicist. Um, he is one of the best known scientists who ever lived and for good reasons, right? So <laughs> we're going to be having a guide to Einstein's mind. But because he was our theoretical physicist, we want to first understand uh, some of the phenomenological events, okay? Um, the timeline of uh, physics. Uh, uh, the history of uh, physics up until the times of Albert Einstein. Okay, so that's pretty much where we're going to start with. And we're going to then proceed to um, early years of Einstein, you know, um, his life in the world, um, um, the road to, 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 you know, the international fame, and Einstein's importance in the world. Okay, uh, so that's pretty much what we're going to cover today. Now, on the history of physics, the timeline of physics. Now, uh, here's this Greek classical philosopher back in time, roughly uh, 2,600 years ago, okay? Roughly around uh, those times. So um, this was uh, the Greek philosopher, or the classical Greek philosopher uh, Pythagoras. So um, 
a lot of us would know him, right? <laughs> uh, because he is associated with this famous mathematics theorem, right? That's called the Pythagoras theorem or the Pythagorean theorem. And it's obviously named after him, okay? What does it say? Uh, the square of the hypotenuse side of the, tri of the right triangle um, is equal to the sum of the square of the adjacent and the, the 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 square of the the opposite side right so that's the theorem of pythagoras um a lot of us would know it but now uh interestingly this uh, philosopher pythagoras is not only associated with this beautiful equation right with this beautiful theorem in mathematics but he is also associated with one of the great events that happened in the history of mankind which is the first time when physics was seen as a science okay you know the the roots of physics as a science they can be traced to 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 you know the, the times of pythagoras and this is because okay let's you see when we're speaking about physics um this is a search okay it's a search remember what we said we want to understand the rules of this chess game okay so this is a search for for universal laws okay that's what physics is it's a search for universal laws you first want to see harmony you first want to see order in how things are happening in 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 the universe and you are like huh if this is like this then surely there must be some sort of a mathematical equation you know that can describe this much more simply okay that's what physics is it's 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 what is used you know the subject that's used to, to try and find universal constants okay and what are we speaking about when we're speaking of universal constants these are these are um um, um these are numbers that tell us about how things are in relation with other things okay we've got gravitational constant it's 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 a number that sort of tells us um how how force is you know the gravitational force is related to the mass of uh, bodies the mass of planets you know it's it's a number that's that's telling us on how how our gravitational force is uh, related to to the distance between between bodies right so it's giving us that uh, a, a proportion it's 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 that constant number so the physics is a search for these kind of things Okay, so why are we saying the, 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 the history or, or, or the roots of physics can be traced to the times of Pythagoras? That's because Pythagoras was, you know, was this philosopher who discovered that the harmony of stringed instruments followed a system of mathematical rules. Now that's a great fact for today, hey? He's he's the person who discovered that the harmony of stringed instruments, you know, your your you would know them, right? Um, your your guitars, um, your all these stringed instruments. He discovered that they're their harmony. You know, you know when you play them, there's this beautiful harmony. You know, depending on how you 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 pluck them, uh, all that sort of stuff, right? If you're in music, you would know that. Um, and those things don't just play, you know, in that beautiful harmony. But 
there are a system of mathematical rules that 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 describe this harmony of stringed instruments so so pythagoras discovered this hey okay? he discovered this and and you know uh, and you know after after he discovered this it it uh, you know his discovery about uh, you know uh, seeing that uh, the, this harmony of stringed mathematical instruments follows a set of mathematical rules that that discovery made him want to look more okay so we can say it it made him um it 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 did what it 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 spurred pythagoras okay if it's a good way to say it 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 spurred pythagoras to look for other simple mathematical laws that explain uh, natural phenomena okay so because of that he then thought of other uh, uh, he looked for harmony in the natural world and he tried to you know find a mathematical perhaps, uh, equations that would describe that harmony okay so that belief in 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 in, in the mathematical order of uh the, the universe has since remained the guiding principle of physics to the present day okay to the present day so that's pretty much what it is and and uh, 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 this is also seen uh, in times like 400 BC, okay? You've got other Greek philosophers. You've got Plato. You've got your Aristotle, okay? They expanded more on the ideas of Pythagoras, okay? They expanded more on the ideas of Pythagoras because now we have this physics as a science and it's this is a search for what? This is a search for, for order in the universe, right? Uh, that can be described by mathematics, okay? Uh, you probably have heard the statement that that mathematics is the universal language so it stems from that so you have aristotle you have plato they now expand on the ideas of pythagoras in what way in what way now here they are they see that there's a they see that stars are orbiting us in circular movements right they see that oh we're here we're here on earth and every day the sun rises and stars sort of uh, orbit around us in a circular way so that's an order that's harmony in the universe and so they tried to look for equations to describe that but there was a great celestial puzzle for them you know what was that it is this thing that is called retrograde of planets so 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 they see this order right and they want to describe this order in terms of mathematical equations and all that uh, but they could not do that because now there's this celestial puzzle that's called retrograde okay so what is retrograde if you careful enough to look at planets as as they orbit around us you, you're gonna see that at, at some times planets seems to to be reversing their 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 motion okay so so as planets move across the sky sometimes they are they appear to move through the sky in reverse motion right seems like they are reversing motion so they could not explain that and and there was a puzzle right and 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 but today we know more right we know why why is that so it's pretty much like this um let's assume that uh, me and you right you and i are walking together and and we are walking together right um i'm looking at you 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 can look at me it's okay right so um as we walk together uh uh 
I have to curve, okay? Let's assume that we, we are walking in, sec in a circular path. We want to make a circle as we walk, right? We're holding hands and you're on the, that side. Um, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm in the, the circle and you are that side of the circle. We wanna, so I want to curve first, okay? I'm looking at you and, and we're moving together. But as I curve first, because I have to curve first, as I'm looking at you, it's going to appear like you're moving a little backward, right? It's going to appear like you're reversing your movement a little backward right but as you curve when your time arrives for you to curve because you want to curve together um you then gonna appear to suddenly uh move forward again right i, I hope that's that makes sense. So that's what we call retrograde, and essentially that's what's happening. And and they had this puzzle because the problem was that they believed that this, the Earth is the center of the, the the universe. That that's why they had this puzzle because to them the Earth was the center of the whole universe. And so I mean, why do we see uh, uh, planets reversing their their, their their motion? They could not explain that. Okay, so 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 it was that was only explained up until like your time fifteen forty three. Okay, that's when um, your your Copernicus actually restored this physical harmony issue. Okay, uh, by by saying hey. No, 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 the, the earth is not the center of the whole universe, but we actually have the sun at the center. Okay, so we have the sun at the center and we've got planets orbiting around the sun. So so if, if you have it like that, then it's possible for you to have planets um, uh, retrograding or, uh, you know, reversing their motion around the sun. As I've explained, when you want to curve together, and I'm looking at you, it's going to appear like you're reversing, right? Because I want to curve first. And when your time arrives for you to curve then we it's it's pretty much like you're now moving forward again so that's that's retrograde and it was solved by it was solved by that you have your times of kepler uh, in the 1600s you have you have kepler again who built on the knowledge of of copernicus you know uh, uh kepler sees that the 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 the, the, the planets don't orbit the sun in circular paths, okay? But um, orbits, uh, planetary paths around the sun are not circular, but then they are ellipse, okay? They are ellipse, the ellipse, ellipse. And so based on that, um, um, Kepler also devised a set of equations, you know, simple mathematical equations that accurately described the orbits, the speeds, and the revolutionary times of all planets, okay? Um, you, have, you have got your Galileo, you know, your, 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 your mathematician, your philosophers, who, who now start, suddenly study the motion of planets, the motion of bodies, okay? Um, um, then you have your Newton, who, 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 who sees motion and... Uh, he comes up with 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 laws that describe motion. You know, you've got your law of inertia. You've got a law of constant acceleration. You've got a law of uh, conservation of momentum, right? The, these are the laws of Newton. The law of conservation of momentum says that if 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 a force is exerted on a body, um, the body will react uh, uh, with an equal and opposite force. Okay. Um, um, you might know the law as as for every reaction, there's an equal and opposite reaction. That's that's a physical law, right? That's a physics law that was discovered by Newton, okay? And and he gave us equations, 
to describe these, right? Uh, uh, his laws of motion. That's how physics, right, um, evolved over time. Um, 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 you, you, you've got your, your Robert Boyle, right? These are people who studied um, the behavior of physical matter at atomic scales, right? They studied gases. They saw that when gases are heated, atoms move faster. You know, the temperature increases, the pressure increases. And, and you know, that's known as the kinetic theory of gases. And, you know, that sort of stemmed another study of physics. Um, uh, uh, right, uh, uh, your, your thermodynamics and stuff. So, 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 um, a, a lot has happened, okay? A lot has happened. Um, you've got your, 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 your times of your, um, Maxwell, right? Maxwell, he describes electricity and magnetism. Um, um, so a lot of has been. And so around 1800s, we are about to go into a beautiful gem right now. Around 1800s, uh, uh, now people are thinking, because there's so much that has been discovered, it's probably mission accomplished. We, we, we probably... You know, done with physics. Um, um, physics has fulfilled its mission. You know, of explaining all that there is to know. There's nothing more that we can discover again, and and that was it. Around uh, you know the the beginning of uh, the late 1800s, um, but then Albert Einstein came into the picture, and he's like, no, he comes into the picture, and he's telling us completely weird stuff hey <laughs> he's telling us completely weird stuff um he publishes papers about about you know space and time uh, special relativity and 10 years later he introduces his theory of general relativity which is what we actually going to be speaking about uh, uh, uh next week right uh, about some of the crazy stuff that Einstein did so so that's when Einstein came into the picture and he completely changed our view of the universe here's jimmy rock saying one stop malcolm rock I've been going in without the brakes on them, been down like four flat tires on a coupe. The way I run, I got everybody looking at me like Hussein Bolt when I finish the race. Good and faithful serving all on my face. I've been pushing place, you see the sweat on my face. I've been running relays trying to keep up with the grace. Watch me crack open the cell. They gon' hear me coming and get to running, I promise. And every day the music I make, I gotta be honest. Giving them the freedom I live in, I couldn't hide it. Walking this wood when I'm bringing that fire. I can't stop, won't stop to the beat drop game. All life spit truth for the whole flight. You flip flop like chunk like thighs while I stand firm in my business, y'all.
Can't stop. I cannot make one thing clear. I'm here to take us up higher like Lear. This make a break. If I stop now, I die here. Me, I can't. Too much at stake. This is my year. I will never stop. Gotta keep it moving. I steer past anything getting in my way. Rap game has lanes. I consider a highway. Life too cold. Take the flows in the ice tray. Got too good. Hard warm. Made a life change. Not really up. What's really good? Life's great. Now we make them dance. All the facts. No man say. Never no cap in my rap. Heard a man say. I just give my life. God died for my means. Everything for me. More than dollar sign. DJ Jimmy Rock hit me the lace. This and I replied. How could I not bring the vibes before the drop? saying to you won't stop thank you so much for still being here if you are still here it means you are loving what we're speaking about today and as you surely have seen we are discussing Einstein, the story of Einstein, one of the greatest physicists of all time uh, to ever exist uh, I mean I did say that he you know his work changed the way in which we thought we understand the universe hey um, he profoundly changed uh, concepts, you know, fundamental concepts that had prevailed since the days of of Isaac Newton, right, or, or since the days of when first we thought physics became a science, you know, um, and, and, and he is even regarded by a lot of people as the main founder of theoretical physics in the 20th century, right, so 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 really um this is the void show on active fm um uh, uh my name is andrew and yeah early years of Einstein. so he was one of the 14th right um Einstein was one of the 14th of march 1879 in germany okay and one year later um he he Einstein and, and his family moved to a place called Munich okay or Munich right <laughs> and and that's actually the place where his sister was born right so um Einstein, they remained in Munich for like 15 years and um you actually find out that that's where he even developed his love for music, right? He self-taught himself. He he went to have violin lessons, right? At like about the age of six. So at about the age of six, he had already developed his love uh, for 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 music. Okay, uh, but uh, you actually find out that Einstein was not glorifying the routine of going to school. You know the class room routine and 
and and <laughs> you see that he he was a very slow speaker right um he was very slow in speaking and and the only way he could really be successful was if he self taught himself okay and he did exactly that you find out that um, at about the age of 12 well the only he actually excelled by self teaching himself okay um you, you find out that by the age of 12 he had already taught himself calculus say eh? and uh, calculus is that uh uh you know, uh, mathematics that's often seen as a difficult math. It is difficult. And he taught himself that at about the age of 12. You know, we use calculus to go to the moon. We use calculus to, 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 to go to Mars, right? To calculate your velocity, the velocity with which you, 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 you know, you, you move in your car with, we, it's, 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 um, it's, it's, it's calculus that's used there. So, um, a prodigy, hey? <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, he, he, by the age of 12, he had taught himself calculus, and by the age of 13, we see that he had read um, uh, Immanuel Kant's Critique of a Pure Reason book, hey, by the age of 13. So, so you, you actually, what you see in Albert Einstein's life is that he did not just read the light, you know, smooth, the literature of books, but he was deeply absorbed in books of mathematics, you know, um, and he was deeply, you know, um, um, intertwined with, with, with what he read in scientific books, you know, he read, uh, books of mathematics, you know, um, uh, physics and, and, uh, philosophy, right? Um, so that's the, the book, kind of books that he read. So at about the age of 15, I remember, um, all this time they still in Munich at about the age of 15, they then move to, to to Italy, okay, to 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 Italy, and when they get there, Albert Einstein tries to go to uh, 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 school, right? It's it's it, it's it was called the Federal Institute of Technology. It was in Switzerland, and uh, you know uh, he he he. So he had to take an entrance. He had to take an entrance examination, and the reason for that was because he did not have a diploma from uh, the high school that he came from. Okay, so he had to do that. Um, uh, you find that he failed uh, uh, zoology. He failed modern languages, actually, right? Your zoology, your botany, uh, your biology, and stuff like that. He failed them because he did not actually get to complete them in his high school. Okay, uh, which was in Munich. So, so, but you find that he, even though he failed uh, zoology, biology, and stuff like that, he did exceptionally well, brilliantly well in uh, uh, in, in in mathematics and physics. So, because of that, he was actually uh, allowed to enter the the college, right? And I mean, all throughout his life. Um, uh, his performance in college right, was actually um, um, uh, ex exceptionally well, right? So um, uh, in 1900, he graduates, right? And you find that he's not able to get any sort of job or assistantship, okay? So um, uh, it was pretty difficult for him to get a job. And so he, he spent um, a few years, uh, two years, yeah, two years uh, doing teaching posts, Right uh, up until he finally got a job, right as a technical expert in the Swiss patent office, right. So that's when he finally got his first uh, job.
Now, so so that's pretty much of his early days of Albert Einstein, um, and and you you find out that Albert Einstein was a very hard worker. Hey, he was uh, really a rapid worker because um, even though he was still working, he had um, you know he had uh, it's it's like he he had. He, he devoted some of his time to actually complete the requirements for a PhD degree, okay? So, so as he worked there, he completed his PhD degree, and you find that in 1905, um, that's when he published, right, or when he brought out uh, four, <laughs> and any one of which would have made him famous, write <laughs> papers you know of, of special relativity and general relativity 10 years later and and you know uh that that's when actually he's he's he he got his international fame right and uh, there were a lot of papers that he he, he published um the one of uh, you know we've got photoelectric effects you know um, um and in 1921 he got a nobel prize he was awarded the Nobel Prize in 19, uh, 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 1921, and so he had a pretty um, normal life, and, um, except that he was quite, you know, a hard worker and, and of course, genius. So you find that um, he he he, um, although he had a lot of invitations to go to a lot of countries to teach there. Um, he actually went to the United States, right? That's where he um, he 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 moved to, and these were the times of Hitler. Hey, these were the times when Hitler came to power. It was 1933, right? Somewhere around those ages, and and so um, you find that there were a bit of confrontations, conflicts as well, because he was a Jewish, you know, and and he was an opponent of the Nazis, you know, um, a lot of things were denied for him, okay. Um, but then he did eventually become a U.S. citizen. So that's pretty much his life, and you know, that yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, his importance came, came, it was, yeah, his importance came or was seen in the world because of the work that he did, okay? And, and we're gonna speak more extensively about some of his phenomenal work next week, his, his theories, and he, I'll tell you what, you're gonna be blown away. You're gonna be blown away. Um, um, so, so just, just, just to give you a taste, uh, you know, Einstein says you cannot have time without space and you can't have space without time that's what he says so Einstein says we don't don't only live in this three-dimensional special world right uh, uh, because because I mean um, any event that sort of takes place is is it, it doesn't really matter to tell me where I where, I mean if if you're gonna invite me for lunch, uh, uh, if if you're gonna invite me for lunch, uh, it it does not matter to tell me that um, you, you you invite me to your lunch at your place right uh, uh, at your place right uh, that that's that's not enough but I wanna know what time right <laughs> so so because of that there's the, the sort of this intertwinement of space and time okay of, of space and time so he, he goes like 
we, we we're not living in in a space world like a special world so saying like space is not enough right so space is intertwined with time you can't have space without time okay we're not only living in this three-dimensional world because the three-dimensional world only describes space okay but we're only living in the four-dimensional con- uh, uh, it's it's this three-dimensional manifold of space and this four and uh, this one other dimension of time uh, right this time continuum um, um if it was a missed call we're going to be speaking about that next week so um that's pretty much for it today um right after this we are closing reactive being reactive is being a people of reaction people of change being a movement of young people it's not just a band it's not just good music or inspiring words it's not just catchy it's life-changing you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> Apparently, we have just reached the end of the Void Show. I really hope you had a, a great time with us today. I really hope you learned a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, we spoke about the timeline of physics, right? The timeline of physics and and the life of Albert Einstein in, an, in simple terms, right? So um, next week, we're definitely going to be speaking about some of the crazy things that Albert Einstein brought here, you know, uh, 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 you know, his discoveries that completely changed how we think of space and time, how we think of the speed of light, how we think of gravity. We're going to be speaking about that and you definitely want to be here. So um, uh, make sure that you share out to the show. Uh, and and we'll definitely be seeing you next time, same place. Have a fantastic week. Active FM radio has never been better. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gap and Twitter at Active FM, Instagram at Active FM777, and Facebook at forward slash Active FM.